Right now, let's welcome in our pop culture expert, Vicki Sparks, who uh, I'm legally mandated to mention. <laughs> you can follow on Instagram at Sparks Vicky. Thank you. Another day and you skip out on a lawsuit again. Yes. Nailed well, it. Like that. Just <laughs> skin of my teeth. Uh, okay, let's start with, uh, this is kind of upsetting news for fans of uh, Shit's Creek. What's going on? It's officially coming to an end. So there's no need to be outraged. It hasn't been canceled. But Dan and Eugene have come to the decision that after the sixth season, uh, which has not even started production yet, but will air sometime in 2020, that's going to be it. Okay, so. can I quote Nancy Kerrigan and just ask you, why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> I mean, they haven't revealed all of their inner thoughts to us, but I think the best part about shows like this choosing to end on their own terms is that they get to go out on a high note, right? Mm. The worst thing about a show that you love is when it goes on one too many seasons or like the main star leaves or the main showrunner leaves and they drag it out one more season and then you have to be like, yeah, it was my favorite season, my favorite show, if you just ignore that last season. So they're going out on a high. They're ending it on their own terms. They get to create the ending they want. They don't have to kind of go through the drama of making those half endings where they think they might get canceled, but they have to also leave right. it open for another season in case they don't get canceled. So they get to put a real period at the end of their story. And, you know, I think a lot of people are thinking uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere, this thing, it's a huge success. Uh, why would they be, uh, you know, bowing out now? But uh, I think it's also a surprise to hear that it's going into its sixth season. I didn't know it had gone on that long. seasons. Absolutely. So it, has done well from the beginning, but it's really only in the last 12 to 18 months that it's exploded. So while it seems like it came out of nowhere, they've been working on it for a long time. And I mean, to be fair, Eugene and Catherine are getting a little bit older. It's a lot of work to do a 14 episode season. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, six months of steady, long hours. Yeah, so. but a TV season used to be like 25, <laughs> 26 episodes, that's right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. And Schitt's Creek is just not a homegrown hit. Uh, this yeah. has really become a big hit right around the world, hasn't it? Definitely. Yeah, it's available on Netflix. It shows on um an independent station in the States. It's it's done really, really well and really made uh, Dan Levy a household name kind of across North America, whereas Catherine and Eugene were really the famous ones going into it. Yeah, I've seen Dan on ads for Nordstrom's yeah. now and stuff. He's so, a big yeah. deal, guys. Little homegrown Canadian boy making yeah. it big. Well, congratulations to uh, cast and crew. That's Definitely. a great achievement. And one more season still to come next year for uh, Shit's Creek. Uh, meantime, uh, Netflix with a, a big announcement. Uh, starting next month, starting in April, they're going to have no fewer than 44 original movies and shows available in the streaming service. Yeah, it's just going to be a little bit of a slouch slacker month for them. Just 44 <laughs> new shows. Um, but this is what Netflix does that sets them apart from the competition, right? You cannot compete with the sheer volume of programming that they can put out there. And what's great about their original content is that um, while what's available on Netflix can differ country to country in terms of third-party shows that they've acquired, all of their original programming is available in every country that they stream to. So okay, so we will get this here in Canada. We will get all 44 of their new shows. And I think they're making a big play for April because in April they've got some stiff competition coming in from traditional television networks. You've got Game of Thrones coming back for its final season. Right. That's going to draw, you know, all of the eyes in North America, basically. Um, you've got Killing Eve coming in for a second season after its critically acclaimed first season. Got billions coming back, Barry coming back on Showtime. So that 
prestige TV on kind of the pay networks is really gearing up in April. And I would think that they want to be able to keep some eyes on uh, on Netflix, mm. too. Well, not only that, but obviously this sways people to subscribe to their streaming service rather than another. And they've got some major competition uh, heading uh, their way as more and more players get into the game, right? They do, definitely. But I think where they can stand out, um, everybody has the money now. You know, Amazon, Hulu in the States, um, all of the TV stations that are coming out with their own independent streaming services. Everyone has the money to license other people's shows. And, and, you know, you can go watch an old favorite on one, but not the other. But where Netflix, where other streaming services can't compete with Netflix is their original programming, because they simply do not have the deep pockets that Netflix does. Even Amazon, that's trying very hard to compete with them. Their library is, you know, 1% of Netflix's when it comes to mm-hmm. original programming. Um, Apple's coming out with their own streaming service. It's got some really high-profile people attached to it. You've got Reese Witherspoon doing a couple of shows, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. They're really getting a lot of the major A-list stars. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see if Netflix remains kind of the king of the castle here in the next couple of years. And how this shakes up the landscape as well, because uh, the good news is I think the big winner is the entertainment consumer, right? Because (laughs) there's so much good product and great shows out there. And you have to wonder, you know, you've only got so much money to spend. Yeah. If I spend 10 bucks on Netflix a month, or I think it's well up to 14 or I, something. Yeah, now, right? I think it's 14. Yeah, and I'm spending on Apple. And what, you know, do I still have money for traditional cable? Are we going to see more cable cutting going on? I don't know. Are you going to see streaming services packaged together to give you some kind of streaming cable package? I yeah. don't know. I mean, the future is, is anything is possible. Yeah. I, it, it'll be interesting to see. All right, and speaking of these 44 new uh, shows and movies, yes. is there anything, if you look down the list, anything that kind of caught your eye i have there's a couple of really cool things so um netflix tried out uh just in the new year bandersnatch the black mirror episode where it was a choose your own adventure right yeah and some people loved it some people hated it but they're giving it another try in a totally different way there's a new show called you versus wild with uh wild man bear gorillas that's coming on to netflix mm-hmm. and it is a choose your own adventure so you can make bear make decisions in the wild which is kind of cool now i don't know if you can can, you know, accidentally kill Bear uh, with your decisions. I don't think you probably can, but it's pretty cool that he will go on these adventures for you. So that's something to look forward to. And I think Netflix is really good at doing unexpected things. So if you've ever read a Brene Brown book, she's uh, a really, really interesting kind of psychologist lady who talks a lot about vulnerability and courage. She's a big fan. uh, Oprah's a big fan of hers. She's big on a lot of podcasts. She has her own special coming to Netflix. They have the opportunity to extend that opportunity to her. You've got a Kevin Hart special. You've got the second season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, which was a surprise hit for Netflix. And you've got a huge uh, nature documentary special called Our Planet that's coming out um, that's going to rival planet Earth and kind of tell us what's going on now a few years later with climate change. Okay, very cool. You know what? Here's my concern, though. There's so much choice that uh, I'm on overload. I I get on a Netflix, and I know I'm not the only one, and then I spend 20 minutes trying to find something, and then I just give up. Well, that's a Netflix (laughs) show in itself, right? Scrolling through all of the options for 45 minutes until you're too tired to watch anything. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to look through the sheer quantity of shows available to you, but the Netflix algorithm is pretty good. If you even just stick with things Netflix suggests for you, 
They know you better than you think they do. They know you better than you know yourself. It's sometimes. a little scary how well they know you. I think they need Marie Kondo to come in <laughs> and just tidy up, if you will. Tidy up Netflix, This show please. sparks joy. This one does yeah. not. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. Vicky Sparks, sparking joy all the time for us on Instagram at Sparks, sparks Vicky. Vicky. Yes. Thank you, Vicky. <laughs> Thanks, guys.